Hi there, welcome to the Pod Buffet, your selection of five-minute tasters by podcasters from around the world. Today's episode is a bit of a treat as we share a re-edited interview with Seth Godin and Alex De Palma from Series 1. I hope you enjoy. Oh, and by the way, TPF was short for the Podcasting Fellowship, which has now become the Podcasting Workshop, the next round of which will be sometime in the new year. Great to have you on the Pod Buffet podcast. Welcome to both Seth and Alex. It's really great to have you here. I think it'd be great to just to hear how you two first met. Actually, we did first meet over lunch at Seth's office. It was very fraught. It was fraught. <laughs> was it? When Alex showed up, she was sent to me by the people who I was working with. I did not screen her in any way. She just arrived. Mm-hmm. So. I was prepared for a significant amount of awkwardness and uh, an, an eventual very messy uh, breakup of some sort. But instead, <laughs> instead, she walked in. I'm like, "Whoa, this made the whole project worth it." Welcome, and I made. I her- felt the exact same way. I mean, it was actually. I'm. I don't know if you know this stuff, but when I was assigned to you, sent to you, I wasn't at that point deeply familiar with your work. I. I mean, I knew like obviously. After we planned to have a lunch date and I was coming to your office, I figured I better read up. And that's where I started reading up. And since that time that we met, I mean, obviously, I listen to your podcast every week and I edit it and I've read your books and become familiar with your work. But even more than that, I think teaching the podcast fellowship with you and the people who your work impacts and the people who you create community with. I've just never really seen community like that before. It's so crazy that I was sent to you and that that was just like, it just happened kind of serendipitously. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. So was that the, the Akimbo podcast at that time or did that come later? Yes, that was actually, no, when it first came to me, it was called something different. What was it right. called? Son? It had a 20 <laughs> names. But there it had were, a bunch of different names. There were a bunch of rules, but the key rule, it had to start with the letter A. Right. Because for whatever reason, so many podcast directories are in alphabetical order. Oh, that was the reason. For you, Seth, I mean, the Kimbo podcast wasn't your first podcast, was it? There were other things that you'd, you'd been doing. As well. what, what is it about the podcasting medium that, that you really value? Well, the thing that brought me to it is the thing that kept me from it which is that audible intimacy is different than any other form of connection with people. So I'm, I'm dear friends with Krista Tippett from On Being. And it took me a full three to six months before I actually could talk to her without thinking I was talking to that other <laughs> person because she, she'd been in my head for eight years. And I was very hesitant to give away that feeling with people I didn't know. Um, and so the first podcast was an accident. I was doing a workshop for entrepreneurs and I didn't want people who couldn't afford it to feel badly. So I said I would record it. And the guy who originally started Midroll reached out to me, this was 10 years ago and said, 
could I turn your recording into a podcast? And for a while, it was the most popular business podcast in the world because there weren't very many business podcasts. And that got me thinking about format and podcasting. And I basically came up with the idea for Akimbo and its format years ago, but I just didn't want to leap into it. And when Midroll came back all those years later and made me an offer, I was like, well, stop whining about it and either do it or don't do it. And so we did it. I want to talk about the buffet for one minute. Yeah. Is there a more eclectic form of media other than shortwave radio than what you are building? I don't think so. It's extraordinary. I love it. It's a great idea, Steve. It's it, but it's like the execution of it. You think you know? We think we know what random means, but we don't mm-hmm. really until we encounter true randomness. Mm-hmm. The collection of passion and voices and topics just spectacular. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it is so true because everything, and I encounter this in so many ways. We all do throughout the day, like the algorithms that we're constantly picking things for us. And it is just so nice to actually see something that is genuinely random. It's such a, it's such an, uh, like a unique pleasure. Yeah, It's a difficult to organize random, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> so it brings its own set of challenges. Very. But one, one of the things that came mm-hmm. out of the, the, the people who've done the podcast fellowship, feeling that they, they wanted to continue the work they were doing and, and it, it does develop and, and evolve over time. And so it's an opportunity really to people to be heard and to be seen and for a wider audience to, to be exposed to, to the kind of work that's, that's being done. But you can't do in detail everybody's full t- full-sized podcast. So the five-minute window is an opportunity to give a taster. You're not going to want everything that is, is on show, but you're going to say, oh, that's interesting. And you sure. follow the, the thread and, and follow it down. So it's, uh, it's an interesting process to, and I think we, you know, we, we'll evolve as we go as well. So it's going to be an interesting Bravo. It, so it began uh-huh. with an idea, um, and it was a trial thing. I don't think it was intended necessarily to turn into a multi, uh, mm. so, sort of cohort workshop. Um, do, does right. it feel like it's achieved the kind of things that you were expecting, Seth? And, and is it, does it feel like it's going somewhere still? Uh, I think it's fair to say that it so dramatically exceeded our expectations from the first one that it stopped being uh, an interesting project and started being a moral obligation that there are people who need this and they need it in a way that's different than our other workshop. Uh, It is such a joy to work Mm -hmm. with Alex that when those two things stand next to each other, I'm like, yeah, of course we're going to do that again. I know. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, it was it was probably more of an experiment for me than it was for Seth because you've kind of at least done these kinds of things before. For me, it was, you know, really jumping in the deep end in a way that I actually probably hadn't before in any other area, which in itself was probably just it was just such a great gift to be like out of my comfort zone for a little while and realize that I could do that. But I, I would not have, yeah, I didn't, I have no idea that we were going to be on TPF five and then we already have six kind of planned out and the number of people who have gone through the program. And then also you, you've been on a lot of those calls at the end, the commencement calls, just the, the notes and the feedback we get. And I, I certainly never thought that when we were conceiving of this, that we would have so much feedback that said people who have literally said like this changed my life. Mm. You know what I mean? Like this is something that has 
has changed the way I communicate, the way I think about things, and the way I do my work, both personal and professional. So to say, yeah, as Seth said, dramatically exceeded all expectations that I would have had. I, I mean, that whole emphasis, there was, there was one call that, um, I think it was a, a commencement call, Seth, you made a comment about the difference between teaching and learning and how that was the thing that was really driving through all of the different right. workshops, really. But it's a clear thing in, 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 in TPF. Uh, and obviously, that's a real important aspect for you. Yeah, I'm, I, I think I use the word education and learning. Um, right. ed- education yeah. is compliance-based. Education is, will this be on the test? Education is, what's the least I can do to get the piece of paper? And we needed an education system. And in some respects, we probably still do. But we forgot to build a learning system. And learning is emotionally difficult because you have to become incompetent on the way to becoming excellent. And we don't do any education. We just do learning. And that's partly about experimentation in a safe setting. It's a lot about peer-to-peer. It's about status roles. And it's about access to people who will see what you seek to do and open the door for you. So, you know, Alex and I will both say correctly, that if you want to learn how to turn on a microphone and technically make a podcast, you certainly don't need a fellowship to do it. You just need a blog post. Uh, that's not what we do. There's no secret information here. What there is, is the others. And so we're all about finding the others. And as long as the others keep showing up, we'll keep doing it. Thanks for being here and hope to see you again soon. Pod Buffet, the eclectic mix of podcasts from around the world, brought to you Monday, Wednesday and Friday with a digest on Saturday morning, just in time for a late breakfast or early brunch. Enjoy. Enjoy.